Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Jim Stannard grew up listening to the likes of Doc Watson, Bruce Springsteen, and Bob Dylan in Philadelphia in the mid-60s. He even sold his childhood coin collection to buy his first guitar, a Martin D28, which he still plays. Life got in the way and music went on hold. But two years ago, now in retirement, Jim recorded his first album. The experience was so enjoyable he decided to do it again. Here we are two years later talking about his new CD, Color Outside the Lines. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the podcast. Good uh, Good afternoon. Good to talk to you again. I um, we, we got to speak a couple years ago, and uh, you uh, had your debut record out, Bucket List, and uh, you are releasing a your sophomore project, so it's exciting to catch up again and, and learn about your new music and what's been going on with your career and yeah, all that well, good I'm, stuff. I'm, uh, I'm anxious to talk about it. So for those that uh, didn't get to um, uh, listen the last time we talked or uh, maybe don't um, know who you are quite yet, um, tell me a little bit about, um, you, you've got a, a little bit different journey than, than um, a lot of artists, this, this um, uh, the, the, at least the recording aspect of your music career kind of started late <laughs> yes. in your career. Uh, yes, I, so... Um so I, you know, grew up musically in the '60s, and uh, you know, listened to live performances of Peter Paul Mary and Bob Dylan. Went to Woodstock, uh, and I played a played a lot of music um, back then. Uh, and then I just, uh, you know, life got in the way. In my uh, mid '20s, I uh, pretty much put the guitar in the closet. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, went about uh, raising a family and uh, embarking on a career. Uh, and um, but I was, you know, the whole time I'm still was still a huge music fan. Was listening, uh, had songs playing in my head, but I really wasn't participating that much. And about um, a little over ten years ago, uh, when I retired from full time work, uh, I decided to pick up music seriously again and um, got a couple of fantastic uh, instructors to uh, help get me back on track and um, uh, that resulted in uh, putting an album together uh, my first album uh, about two years ago uh, called Bucket List and um you know, I, when I had accumulated enough uh, enough songs, uh, I was ready to put out the second one. Mm-hmm. 
life and you know pre pre covid have uh, enjoy playing live um by myself uh you know solo mm-hmm. so um i was writing writing a bunch of songs and testing them out uh over the last couple of years and uh i uh, i got a group that i was uh, was happy with and uh went uh went through the process to put the second album together. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned uh, getting some some coaching help the first time around, and, and those uh, folks were certainly no uh, slouches in their own right. Um, I remember reading at least one of yeah. them was, uh, I think, uh, the, with the band Winger, right? Um, um, yeah, well, so, right. I, Kip, um, maybe himself? So, yeah, yeah Kip, Kip Winger from... Uh, from the band winger and uh, who's Grammy nominated classical composer, yeah, uh, is um, you know really has been my musical mentor, uh, and uh, over this uh, newer period, and he you know produced the first album, has produced this album, uh, really uh, you know has guided guided me every step of the way, uh, and I've had a uh, and also, um, you know, a guy I've be, you know, become very good friends with Kip, and uh, also be friends with uh, John Skibbick, uh, who is the um, guitarist for the Afghan Wigs. Right. Uh, and uh, you know, John uh, played guitar. You know, did did all the uh, most of the electric uh, guitar work on the first album and and on the second album. So John's been um, integral in in uh, both of these projects. So those relationships were not um, limited, uh, so to speak, from, from your first album experience. You've been able to um, uh, maintain friendships with these these fellows along the way then. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, it really worked out. Um, it, it wasn't really that, they, that we got together for the album. It was the other way around. Okay. I was working... Um, Working with them, uh, I mean, Kip for a while, you know, Kip basically was my vocal coach, mm-hmm. and uh, Kip was uh, was giving me input on songwriting, uh, John Skibbick was my guitar teacher, and, you know, we were, he was also giving me ideas around songwriting, and uh, so, you know, we've collaborated consistently, uh, and when it came time to do an album, you know, Kip I was very fortunate that Kip had the time to do it and was, uh, 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 you know, would, would uh, produce it and do it because I mean, he's, he's yeah. <laughs> so amazing at, at what he's able to do there. I don't know, uh, you know, where else I could have gotten anything. So the, the, the quality that Kip is given. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the early part of your story, I, I can imagine, is not unlike a lot of people who, in their youth, have got the kind of time to 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 piddle with guitar, play guitar, maybe play in garage bands or whatever kind of thing, uh, and, and then encounter life and and life gets in the way, and you pursue career and family, and uh, and for a lot of people, that's that's where it stops. So what what was the catalyst that pulled you back into the music world and? Um, brought you to the place where you wanted to pursue this professionally? Well, I think two things. I, I mean, I just, I always have been really liked music and, and 
you know, even though I wasn't playing, I was listening intently. Uh, and so it was, you know, it sort of became some unfinished business for me. Um, the, the other thing is I, I am, you know, passionate about the idea that you can learn new, you know, old dogs can learn new tricks. Mm-hmm. You can reinvent yourself. You can, um, uh, you know, be creative, uh, in retirement. Um, I think, uh, cause I think a lot of it is, I, I really believe in the 10,000 hour principle that it really is mm-hmm. repetition and work. And, um, you know, you got to put the work in and you can, um, you can learn and grow, uh, grow at new things. I, I think a lot of, I mean, I think anybody can do that. And so I was, I was ready for a challenge. I read in your bio, and I don't know that we uh, talked about this previously, but there's a quote from Dylan that um, you had mentioned uh, was uh, something special for you, too. Um, he not busy being born is busy dying. Um, yep. Oh, yeah. That, uh, you know, that <laughs> little Dylan quotes have just stuck in the corners of my brain. And uh, yeah. <laughs> that, one I've carried with, that one I've carried with me since college. And I think uh, th- then you went on further to say that you like to weaponize your mistakes and failures and and learn from those. Uh, interesting and and uh, motivational concept. Where where how did that uh, enter your life as a as a way of of moving forward with things? Oh well, I mean i I've been an entrepreneur, um, and which is you know, which is scary when you're starting, you know, starting a new business or something. (laughs) And, uh, it, you know, as I don't, I didn't grow up as a particularly, uh, high risk taker, you know, I mean, so I mean, I don't think I was, uh, born an entrepreneur, but I, I learned how to do it. And, um, you know, so you, to be able to take risks in a in a business setting uh, and take risks with your career, you've got to go in with a mindset that mm-hmm. you know if 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 you fail this time, that's that's just a learning experience. I mean, you know, you got to go in prepared, right, to, to fail. And you know, and so the music, I didn't know how well any of this was going to turn out. You know, what I could have done was could have ended up being, uh, you know, terrible, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, I put in the time and I thought I'd take the risk and, uh, see how, see how far I could take it. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, at least my, my own bias too is I'm quite <laughs> yeah. happy with the results. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so two years ago at, at a stage in your, your life, which would be considered retirement age, you release your debut record, um, what was the post experience of that that encouraged you to to continue with this that that you know you you mentioned writing continuing to write songs and and have enough of a catalog to do it again um the just just that i was playing a lot live i mean in, in you know local local bar settings mm-hmm. uh coffee house settings um, that I wanted to write. I mean, I really 
really got the bug to, to write songs. And uh, I've done some co-writing, but I really actually am more comfortable writing writing by myself because I, I spend a long time on each song. I mean, I spend six months to a year oh, wow. uh, okay. revising and playing with it and testing it you know, to an audience and then going back and changing it around. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, so that was really what I was spending that intervening couple of years on. Uh, And, um, you know, it was only when I got uh, got enough songs and (laughs) got enough um, energy to go through the process again and got Kip's agreement to... uh, to do it again, and yeah. uh, we, we we took a second shot, and I'm, uh, you know, frankly, I was I was quite happy with the first album. Um, you know, we got some, uh, I got a fair amount of positive feedback, but it did not, uh, you know, sell well at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I got some good reviews, got some radio plays. So, I mean, it was I got enough positive feedback that I considered it a um, a first step, I like. Sure. Uh, yeah. And I thought, okay, well, now that I now that I learned, you know, now that I've done it once, let's see if uh, let's see if I can do it better the second time. Yeah. Well, not selling well these days is is not so much indicative of of quality of product as it is sign of times. I'm afraid, you know, it's um, pe- people yeah. are are less likely to purchase music, unfortunately, than they used to be, but. Um, uh, I, I think we're we're in a time now where everything is uh, changing and evolving. So maybe people will return to that. We certainly hope so. <laughs> the um, the new record is uh, "Color Outside the Lines," and um, I, I listened to uh, most of it prior to our call. And it's got a very Spanish Western feel. I can almost hear some of those songs showing up in a John Wayne movie. Was that? By design, or is it just the style, and and it didn't? Uh, was that on purpose? Um, I would say. Well, I mean, it's just part of my musical, uh, you know, the way I think about things. It wasn't specifically meant to be that. And I mean, there are, you know, there's one song that's that's very grassy, um, which is protection. There's another one that's a straight rock mm-hmm. um, song musically. Uh, um, so, uh, you know, there's, but I, you know, I grew up with a folk, you know, Dylan and uh, um, the classic rock and right. the, the, you know, Tom Rush and uh, the, uh, you know, the 60s folk group and really influenced my music. So uh, that's kind of how I how I think about stuff. And so that can turn into yeah. um, certainly something like Arkansas is a very sort of Western, sure. Yeah. Western sounding yeah. song. That one was the one I was kind of hearing in my head when I was asking the question. It, it definitely feels that way. And you got to work with um, some of your childhood uh, musical influence yeah. too, right? With this, uh, a couple songs on this record. Absolutely. Boy, that was, that was the biggest thrill for me. So, um, Peter Yarrow of Peter Paul and Mary, yeah. um, had, it became a friend of mine through um, some of our joint political interests, um, oh, okay. which is political um, in 
really being concerned about polarization and really, you know, trying to, some organizations that are really trying to figure out how to get, uh, get people to, um, you know, not be so tribal, mm-hmm. and, but, but, but more think about, um, you know, what's, what's best for the country. So, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and I mean, and, and it's kind of funny because Peter's, uh, you know, Peter's a, uh, very thoughtful, uh, left-wing guy. I mean, he's been that his whole career. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm probably a little more, I mean, I'm, I'm somewhat Republican, although somewhat centrist, uh, not, 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 uh, strongly Republican at this point. And I have supported Democrats in the past. So I've kind of been eclectic, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, I mean, our political views are different. Uh, but we have really had a passion for the importance of people on the left and the right, or the, you know, the red, the red voters and the blue voters, just listening to each other and understanding each mm-hmm. other. So, um, from that common interest, uh, I, you know, started talking. We were talking about music and things, and uh, he, uh, um, he liked, he liked. Uh, the album, uh, some of the songs he liked a lot, and he uh, he uh, uh, offered to sing on uh, sing on them, and wow. uh, we uh, we picked out a couple that, that we thought fit best because we had the whole album done. So this happened. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Really, really at the end of the process. Yeah. And and his daughter Bethany is a fantastic singer. I've I've met. Uh, you know, know her sort of through the same circles as I knew Peter. Right. And so she, uh, she, she and Peter put um, put harmony tracks on top for uh, for two of the songs. I'm sure that had to be encouraging, <laughs> at the least, to to have someone uh, of that uh, musical stature uh, be willing to to participate yeah. in the project. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was. Let's say it made my day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What? What? Were you guys? Did you get to be in the studio together? Did he go in? You know, outside of some. Did you guys actually get to play together in in any part of this? No. No. We have. I mean, he's. I mean, we before pre-COVID, we have spent time together, and we actually have goofed around together a little bit, yeah. playing uh, on guitars, but. Uh, um, you know, this was done during the COVID lockdown, so right, we, okay. uh, I had the whole record put together. I went to Nashville to, uh, with Kip to Kip's, uh, to do the vocals, but we did all the uh, the instruments remotely, uh, the guitar tracks and the drum tracks, right, okay. and then um, uh, Peter and Bethany uh, recorded uh, remotely from where they are, you know, sheltering. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, what a treat, though! That's that's so cool. So, what uh, is the album out yet? It is. Uh, it is in pre. It's available for pre-sale. Okay. It'll be out October sixteenth. Okay. We're speaking and, um, early September, so in about a month, month and a half ish. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's uh, available October sixteenth. It is now available for pre-sale um, on uh, on all you know major. Sites, including, uh, I mean, you can. The easiest place to get it is to go to my uh, website, jimstannardmusic.com. And that's one N, right? S T A N A R D. Correct. Jim Stannard with one N, 
www.rockmusic.com, and you can pre-order. We have a contest uh, where there are um, uh, there's a drawing for a Taylor guitar. Oh, cool! Okay, among the uh, signed signed by uh, Kip, uh, me, and Peter. Okay. Oh, neat. Uh, for the uh, um, anybody pre-orders gets put in a raffle there. And we have some uh, signed uh, CDs from me and Peter for, for the first, uh, I, I forget how many, uh, pre-orders. Um, and uh, and we also then have one of the songs coming out as a single um, before the album, and I'm not exactly sure is the date of that. That, that song is Home, which is one that uh, Peter sings on. Oh, neat. Okay, yeah, I, I listened to that. I like that, too. That's. Uh, will there be a video? Yes. We got. I I, uh, I went out. We we've got four videos recorded. Okay, um, that's and, fun. Uh, home home being the first one. We also have one for. And as we release these as singles, we'll be releasing the videos. We have a video for Arkansas. Okay, very cool. Well, that's neat, Jim, and I'm I'm glad that you did it again. And uh, I, I'm I'm guessing that that, that that maybe there'll be a third one sometime. I'm still. I'm still, well. This is, you know, as you know, this this takes a lot of a it lot does. of effort to to do this. Um, but on the side, I'm st- I'm starting my new batch of uh, songs. Yeah, so. good. <laughs> that's going to take a while, given that the, how long I take to write them. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, every two years is not bad, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about it. And um, again, the the new record is color outside the lines and uh out uh, mid-october people can uh, pre-order on your website and we certainly wish you well with it jim thanks thank you thanks again for tuning in to this episode of americana music profiles find us on itunes at americana music profiles and on the internet at americana rhythm.com it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football fantasypoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points fantasypoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play whether you play fantasy football daily fantasy sports or do a little bit of everything fantasy points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.